0: We're kicking off our series, I Don't Know Why. Well, the series is called Why, and it's about questions. And it's a good thing to ask questions. Uh, The relationship that God wants to have with you is a close relationship. And anyone you have a close relationship with, you have conversation, communication. You ask questions. In fact, great questions produce great thoughts in any conversation. In fact, I love when Isaiah says in Isaiah chapter 1, speaking on behalf of the Lord, an invitation from the Lord, come, an invitation, come. Let's reason together. Let's talk. You got some questions? Love to hear them. And so people have sent in some questions. People have uh, said, hey, what about this and how about that? And throughout the series, we're going to be looking at those questions. Here's some of the questions that people have set in. Um, Why did God create Satan, Adam, and Eve if he knew they were going to mess up? For that matter, why did he create you? Let's talk about it. On Mother's Day, why did God make mothers? Well, that's because he couldn't be everywhere. Come come mother, bring your mother, bring your children. Mother's Day is going to be fabulous here. Um, Some of the questions are uh, not why questions, and and so here's a big, I answer this question every once in a while, and it's not a why question, so I'm going to answer it on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday. Uh, Can you lose your salvation, or are you always saved? That's a question I get asked, and so I'll go over that on Wednesday if you're interested in that. How do you pray for a wayward child? Does Church of Hope have premarital classes? There's, that's an easy one. Yes. Um, would you marry? Here's a Would you marry a Christian and an agnostic? Or here's a very thought-provoking question. Do you have a bucket list? And what's on it? You don't want to miss that. That'll probably be on a Wednesday because it's on the weekends. I'm talking about why questions, and we start with a big one. Why? Do bad things happen to good people? Yeah, a lot of people ask that question. It speaks to the nature of humanity, it speaks to the nature of God, and it's a big question that people have. So, why, why did my daughter fight cancer in the same year that she was getting married in? Good girl, good boy. Why that happen? Why why is it that we have beloved brothers and sisters here who are good people and they got somehow a bad spouse and deserted them? Good people bad things happening. What about what about the medical diagnosis? that you weren't expecting? And why, why am I hooked up to an oxygen machine? And, and why, why do we have some brothers and sisters whose spouse died seemingly early? They're good people. Why do bad things happen to good people? And I'm sure you could think of probably many examples, maybe some real-life example. Like, I'm doing my best. Why did something bad happen? And we're going to look... For today's study into a, a man called Job. There's a book, whole book in the Bible. You may have thought it was about getting jobs, but it's not. It's about, it's about a man called. I remember one new person coming to church and man, this is great. I didn't know the Bible was into getting jobs. <laughs> well, the Bible is into getting jobs. the guy's name was Job, and he was, well, he was a good person. Now, when we look at When we look at people, always be aware of this. First of all, the things we're going to talk about aren't definitive in the answering because there's mysteries. There's mysteries to God. There's mysteries to humanity. And we never fully know another person. The people that we think are really good, sometimes there's stuff. Well, there's no perfect person. Even Job, we're going to learn that. He was a good person, but certainly he had his issues and some of the people that we look at and say, hey, they're so good, some of them have issues. In fact, all of the people that come to this church. Remember last week I talked about that uh, pseudo new technology that could read your mind and project it up onto the screen? Remember that? Remember? And nobody wanted to come up and try it out? Yeah. Because our humanity... So when we literally say, oh, there's a good person and something bad happened, we don't even know. We don't know everything about their life. We don't know everything about the circumstances. There are mysteries. But we certainly know that this man named Job was at least called a good man. First verse, first chapter, there in your study guide, there was a man who lived in a land of Uz. And his name was Job. And that man, was he was good. He was without blame. That would make him... Good, he was right, and that would make him good. In fact, he was good, it says he was good. And he feared God, and he turned away from from sin. But to this good man, man, the first chapter, just the first chapter, some bad things happened. Uh, Just a little uh, quick synopsis of what happened. They stole his animals, and they killed his farmhands. They burnt up your sheep, And all the shepherds, fire came out of heaven and burnt up the sheep. (laughs) Some other guys came and stole all the camels and killed all the servants. And then all of his children in a tragedy were all killed. How many would say that was fairly bad? This this is a good man. First one says a good man. But some bad things happened. In fact, chapter 2 doesn't get any better. Chapter 2, he loses his own personal health. And we read in verse 7 that Satan, we're going to talk about Satan in a moment. He left the Lord's presence and he struck Job with terrible boils from the head to the foot. In fact, he was so sick and he'd lost so much that his own wife said, you should just curse God and die. Which means he also had marital problems. Just add that, there's good marital problems and health problems and family issues and business issues and loss of income and loss of wealth and, and all of that. Well, it says that he was a good man. So let's look at some of the reasons that that can happen in your life, in my life, and just in the world we live in. First thing I want to look at in this message is Bad things can happen to good people because we live in a broken world. It was never God's idea, really, God's plan was for you to be a good person, to live in a good world with a good God, and enjoy every day the goodness of God. Good health, good wealth. No amens, but I'm telling you, this was his plan. Good, good, loving relationships. This was his plan. But then a character that we read about in Job in chapter 1 and chapter 2 who shows us that there's always something happening in a realm you can't see and it affects your life. In the spiritual realm, in fact, in chapter 1 and chapter 2 of Job, we get an insight into not just the physical things happening in Job's life, but the reasons behind the physical things. You live in a bigger world than you think. You can see the physical things here. You can see the chairs. You can see, you can see Jesus or a, a, an image of Jesus. You see, but beyond all of this, there are spiritual things happening. There's good spiritual things happening and there are not so good spiritual things happening. And we read about them in Job. Uh, Verse 6 of chapter 1 talks about being in the courts of the Lord, the the Lord's presence. And and there was someone called an accuser. His name was Satan. and, And the name Satan means adversary. And you just have to know that there is a spiritual adversary that wants bad things to happen to you. thats His his, his intention is to mess up God's good plans for you and to accuse you, because he's called to the accuser all the time he's doing it. He's the one that says, you're not good enough. God can't love you the way you are. He loves for bad things to happen and then go, first of all, he, he tricks you into bad things and then he beats you with them. And he was accusing Job. This character named Satan, we find him in, in the Scriptures, throughout the Scriptures, showing us that there is a world beyond the world we're living in, a spiritual force behind the physical force we live in. We, we find Satan in, in the first book of the Bible. Genesis. And in Genesis, God has created a good world with good people, Adam and Eve, and he has blessed it with his goodness. There was no imperfections. There was no disease. There, was, there wasn't even death. How many would think that's good? There was no cancer. There was no false teeth. There was no hearing aids. There were no eyeglasses. Not that all those things are bad, but just everything was good. Good. And then this character, this adversary, this accuser, makes his way into the garden to accuse God of not having good motives for his kids. God God doesn't really want your best. He's always saying that. And he opposed, in Adam and Eve's life, God's plan. And they fell for it. They rebelled against God. And that brought a brokenness into this world where there is cancer now, where there is disease now, where the mortality rate, I always remind you, is still running 100%. That's part of the broken world. It not just affects us physically. It affects the, the creation. The Bible says all of creation is affected by the brokenness. There's, there's weather patterns that are broken, hurricanes, tsunamis, where does that come from? From the brokenness of this planet, from the brokenness of this world. And it affected Job, and it affects you. You can be a good person, but because you live in a broken world, it can affect you. We had a, a young, many people, but we had a young friend, that Darla and I, friend of ours, Roxanne, who contracted cancer. We've, we've prayed for people, that can't. We've seen them healed. We've seen them healed in this church. We prayed for Roxanne. But the, the brokenness of this world, the, the cancers of this world, took her from this life into eternity. Now, there's some mystery to that. She was a good person, though, as far as we, could, we look are looking at her. Good mom, loving wife. Why it Wasn't God's plan for there to be cancer? It wasn't God's plan for there to be disease? But the adversary, the the one who says God doesn't really have the very best intention for you, the one who says you're not good at the adversary that's warring in this world has broken the systems of this world. Now they're gonna be made right someday when Jesus returns to the planet and sets everything straight. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm I'm ready for that. But until then, there's brokenness. The world's systems are broken. And we live in this world. The second thing is, I want to just point out from Job's life, that good people can get a bad focus. Good people can get looking at the wrong things. And it happened. We see it in Job's life. This good man, this righteous man, this man that was blessed by God, we see an insight into his life when he says in chapter 3, And verse 25, and this is interesting. He's reflecting on all of the stuff that's happened to him. And notice this statement that he makes. What I always feared. So he feared, hey, maybe someday my family will not be, maybe someday I'll get sick, maybe someday that will happen. All the things that I feared, the things I feared have happened to me. Can you see that? Now, was that a healthy focus? Was that a faith focus? Right answer is, thank you very much, for helping me out. What I dreaded, so somewhere in this good man, that everything looked good, he would like think at night, maybe I'll lose everything. Maybe, maybe my wife will turn on me and tell me to die. That's not good. That's not healthy. Maybe I'll get sick. And he worried about it because he was full of fear. This good man lost focus. And here's what's important to remember, that what you focus on determines the direction of your life. Are there any uh, NASCAR fans here? Okay, NASCAR's an interesting, you just watch ours. Interesting sports. But every once in a while, like they hit a whale, or someone gets cut off, and, 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 the, and cars spin, and they, they get out of control. And they'll tell you. The drivers will tell you. If you lose control, look to where you want to go. Don't look at the wall. Because if you look at the wall, do you know where you're going to end up? The wall. Now, this, now you, you don't drive NASCAR. Many people here don't drive NASCAR. Yes. You think that on I-75, that's all, but you're not. But if, if, and I know it'd be hard to remember, but if something ever happens, you lose control, look to where you want to go. Don't look at where you don't want to hit. In fact, there'll they, be like a stretch of road sometimes, miles of nothing, one tree! And someone will get out of control, and they hit that One tree! Why? Because they kept looking at that tree. Oh, I don't want to hit that tree. I don't, want to hit, oh, I'm of, I don't want to hit that tree. And what you look at determines the direction. What happened to Job? He was fearful. He, he, he took his focus. Okay, God was good. There were many things that God had blessed him with. But he took his focus off what God had done. And he was filled with fear about what could happen. And it wasn't good. Because fears are never good. There's a quote I often think about even while I'm working, because the way my mind works, it can get distracted very easily. And I I, I will say to myself, starve your distractions, feed your focus. I'll say it over, starve your distractions, feed your focus. And I could say it like this, starve your fears, feed your faith. Set your mind. Set it, focus it. Colossians has this beautiful truth that helps us when it says, set your minds. That's something you do. Set your minds. It's within your power to set your mind with the help of God, with the help of the Holy Spirit, set your mind on things above. Not on your fears Not on all the bad things that could happen this next week. Not on what what could go wrong with your kids. Not what could go wrong with your health. Set your mind on things above, not on the things here on the earth. Set your mind on the right thing. Your mindset is the perspective you look at life through, the the lens that you look at, the, the point of view that you take. So how has your point of view been this last week? How has your mindset been this last week, this last month? And when things go bad, it's very difficult to keep the right mindset. That's why you need to pray. Ask God, Lord, change my perspective. I want to focus on faith. I don't want to focus on my fears. So just make a conscious choice in your life. To set your focus because good people can experience bad things by losing focus and getting focused on their fears. Happened to Job. That which what I feared has come upon me. The third thing that we just have to be aware of when, um, what was the first thing? The broken world. Very okay, good. So, what was the second thing? Whatever you said, I agree with. I just heard, like, well, uh, yes. The third thing is this. Bad things can happen to good people because we learn so much in valley circumstances. It's a place for us to learn. And it happened in Job's life. When we look at Job's life, when he comes to the ending chapter, he says, "Uh, I thought that I kind of knew God, but now I really see God. His relationship with God through all of this Trial, and we don't know how long it was. For all this trial, he had had a shift in his understanding. And he says, This I had only heard about you. He had a more distant relationship with God. I I knew about you, God. And there are people here that know about God. God doesn't want you to know about him, he wants you to know him. And sometimes when bad things happen, it's gonna jar you. Have you noticed that people pray more? When things go bad, they, they, think, about, they think about things and they go, Well, why do bad things happen to good people? I, why does that happen? So Job had this experience I, I thought I knew you, but now I can really see clearly my relationship with God has grown. I, uh, when you're in pain, when you have loss, when something unexpected happens, your spiritual um, awareness uh, goes up. C.S. Lewis, great writer, uh, writes this. He he says you can, you can, we can we can ignore even pleasure, but pain insists on being attended to. We can ignore the pleasures of life. Just well, that was a blessing, and that was a good day, and. Without thought of God or even giving thanks to God, we can ignore But pain insists on being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasures but, and speaks in our conscience, but he shouts in our pain. It's his megaphone to arouse a deaf world. Sometimes good people are unaware of the source of the goodness and they're living their good lives without a thought, and God wants to get their attention so he can draw them into a relationship, not just knowing about him, but to know him. The Bible talks about knowing Christ in the power of his resurrection, which we love, but also knowing Christ in the fellowship of his sufferings, that we would know God James uh, tells us that we should, when we, we face these bad things, these tough times, that we should consider it. <laughs> this is hard, but we should consider it. It's right up there. We should consider. It's hard to read because there's an O in the middle of it. Consider it. What's it say? <laughs> That's hard. Hey, I'm a good person. Something bad has happened. What's my mindset? What's my attitude? How am I going to get through this? Moaning and complaining all the way. No, consider it pure joy. My brothers and sisters, that includes all of us. All the brothers, amen. All the sisters, amen. Whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing, see, tough times, bad things happen, for testing and for trials so that we can learn and we can pass the test because you know that the testing of your faith, which is what's happening, produces perseverance, and then perseverance, when it's finished, it's work in you. You'll become grown. You'll have learned, and you'll be complete. And at the end, 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 you will lack nothing. You'll come back to that goodness of God. And that happened in Job's life. He had a new perspective of God. He had a, a new way of seeing God. He learned about God. And what was the end of his life? Those of you that know the story, there was, there was great success. Great success. In fact, let me say the last thing, and then we'll just talk about his success. And the, the, the thing when you go through tough times is to not get stuck in the moment or the season or the day or the, the series of weeks, whatever it is, however long it takes, but that you would see back up and see the big picture of what's going on. We, God wants good people that go through bad things to back up and see the big picture picture of things. And the, and the big picture of Job, we don't know how long that he went through this really bad circumstance. We know it was at least months, because he talks about months. We know that his friends who came, <laughs> this was another bad thing. He had friends that really weren't friends. That hurts. They sat with him for, the, for seven days and seven nights, never said anything. And then when they started saying stuff, it wasn't that good. Probably it was less than a year, probably, months. So, so just get this. Get the picture of Job's life. Before the loss of his camels and his sheep and his children and his business and his health, before that, for years, he had been living a pretty good life. Right? Right? It was a pretty good life. Then he has this season, less than a year, not so good. And the end, okay, the end after he rounds the corner on this, the end is when Job prayed for his friends, which was interesting. He got his watch. This he got his focus off of himself. It's always a good healing method. In the midst of tough times, he, he said, "Man, my friends really need help. They need prayer." And he prayed for his friends. And here's what the Lord restored his fortune. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. A a double portion. So he had this great life. Then he has this really tough season. He's a good man. Not perfect, right? Do you get that? Because he's got fear. Fear. God's good, but He's like worried, and He's got apprehension, and He's He said bad things could happen to me. And I know God's good, but oh, I'm, re- I'm really dreading some things. And we don't even know all about Job's story. I'll, I'll tell you this: He wasn't perfect. Why? Because he was human. So we look at him. Well, oh, good man. Bad. Thing. We don't even know when we see someone good. We don't know all the things, all the layers of stuff that's happening. He goes through this good season. He has this like less than a year bad season, and then good. Now, I will tell you this. I absolutely know this. I absolutely believe it, that the end of your story, if you keep walking by faith, if you don't fall in with the lies of the adversary and the accuser, if you don't get off track, the end is going to be greater than the beginning. I believe that. Now, sometimes it happens here, but sometimes you even have to take a bigger look, a big picture look, to get the picture. That's why I have brought a picture of Jesus. This is a needlepoint picture of Jesus. Does anybody do needlepoint? No. Some, no. You do it one stitch. At a time. Now, this, is, this hangs in my office. It's a reproduction of a, a picture of Jesus that hangs in New York City. And uh, it hangs in my office for several reasons. One is uh, an anonymous uh, person, who, I used to do a, a national prayer program from midnight till three in the morning in this time zone. I, I didn't sleep for seven years, pretty much, I didn't sleep. And this person watched with me and made this needle point, one needle stitch at a time. Now, if you just see one stitch of a needle point, the picture doesn't make sense. Oh, this bad thing happened to me. My camels died. Oh, the roof caved in. Family tragedy. Oh, my wife. Oy vey. One stitch. You got to back up. See the big picture. In fact, before you leave today, say, Lord, show me the big picture. I may not. You may have one stitch. It could be for a week. It could be for months. It could be even longer. But I guarantee you, the big picture—if you walk with God—is good. It's Jesus. Heaven isn't bad. I'm going there. I, I will. Life has been pretty good. Heaven's going to be even better. So I back up. I take the big picture. Sometimes we see stuff as bad, but there's something good in it. There was an Italian boy that left Italy to look for a a trade route to China, and something bad happened. He ran into America. Christopher Columbus. That? Big picture? You're living here, you should say, pretty good. Except our Canadian friends. The Vikings discovered you. I don't know who discovered you. Yeah, I think it was the Vikings. They may have discovered us too. We don't know. Well, just for illustration, Christopher wasn't on his way to discover America. And there he was. Something happened. They, they, so there were some scientists doing an experiment one day and the, 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 uh, the process got ruined because they were using fruit and the fruit rotted and wrecked the, wrecked the process they were in. But in the midst of that, they noticed that the mold from the rotten fruit destroyed some of the bacteria, good Canadian, and penicillin. Small, small picture? Oh rats. R- ruined experiment. Big picture. Penicillin saved a lot of people. Maybe some people here. Take the big picture. Here's a real tragic story. It involves the loss of chocolate. Tragic story. Scientist also working with nuclear power had his chocolate bar, and he, he noticed that his chocolate bar melted. I thought that was with some compassionate people. I thought, where's where the compassion in this place? I'll, I'll have to say it again. The, the chocolate bar in his pocket melted. Aww. Okay, okay. I feel a little better about you now. Because he was around microwaves. Loss of a chocolate bar, tragedy. Big picture, microwave ovens. Hallelujah. Darla made me some popcorn today in the microwave oven. I was very happy. Thank you for that loss of chocolate. Thank you. I didn't lose any today. Amen. Is it, not just in life. It's, it's, it's the story of the scripture. J- Job. Well, what about Joseph? Joseph's brothers sell him into slavery. Bad thing? Big picture? You meant it for bad, but God meant it for good. Good. Back up. Get the big picture. Ask God to change your mindset. Look for a new perspective. Because I promise you, though there's no one perfect here, that God is planning behind the scenes for your good and his glory. Big picture. Big picture. And sometimes God will allow bad things to happen to good people to use your life to help somebody else. And isn't that what we celebrated last weekend? a number of people ask me, they ask me every time we go through the season of Holy Week and Good Friday, why do we call Good Friday good when such a bad thing happened? Small picture, it was bad. Big picture it was good, and it was good for us, and it was good for the over 200 people that made commitments to Christ last weekend, and it's good for the people that were about to baptize in a few moments, and it's good for, for people that are here and people that we're inviting here, it's good news. Something bad happened, but when you back up, you see the goodness of it. And I would pray that even though you may go through or see someone go through, Understand this God is ultimately good and He is working good even when we don't see it. He was doing it in Job's life and He's doing it in your life. And process these questions together. One of the things we're doing is like encouraging small groups, connect groups, so that you can get together and ask questions. What about this? What about this question? Why does this happen? Why, why does this happen? And so in a moment when we pray over you and we bless you and you go out, I'd like you to, to find some places. For the next six weeks, we're going to be emphasizing joining a, a small group, asking questions. The people that are in these small groups are, are growing more because they, they talk about real-life stuff. And s- some of you have been through some really bad stuff. And God will not waste that stuff. And you can explain that in a small group and someone else will be encouraged. And you may have gone through something bad and all of a sudden the light goes on, oh God, you're using my story today to help someone else. And that's what he does. So get the big picture. Understand God working in your life. And then that's not just for you. When did did Job's miracle take place? When he prayed for his small group, for his friends. Lord, they need some help. May they learn. May, may the clarity I have now in you. I, I thought I knew you, God, but, man, I, I know you in a whole new way. So let's do that. Let's ask questions. Let's discuss. Let's, let's grow in our faith in these next six weeks. And let's encourage people when we see them go through. I, I look at faces just even while I'm speaking. I know some, some tragic things have happened, tough things, things that you can't understand. Do you ever, I, I do this every once in a while, but do you ever make a puzzle and you get a piece and you're sure it, it fell off the conveyor belt from another box? because it doesn't just fit. It doesn't fit. And at that point, if you're into puzzles, you can, you can just go around and around and around and around. And you can't find that piece. But the way to really make a puzzle is to set that piece off to the side. And eventually, you go, oh, that's where that piece fits in. Now, I've had some pieces of my life, some bad things that have happened. And I can look back now and go, oh, that's what you were doing. House fire in the midst of moving to Sarasota. Oh, bad thing. Look back now, oh, I can see how it fits in the picture. But I will tell you, I've got some things in my life that are still on my side table. I don't know what God was doing. And I think some of that big picture stuff, some of the needle point of my life, I think I'm going to understand when I stop looking through a glass darkly, as the Apostle Paul says, and I see face to face, and the light goes on. I go, oh, God, you are so good. Your picture is beautiful, much better than I could do, God. So if you've got pieces like that, don't, don't focus on that. Get a new mindset to go forward, to bless others, to connect with them, and let the love of God flow through you in the good the bad, and even the ugly, because God's grace is working in all of those dimensions in Jesus' name. And everybody says, amen. Hey, grace and peace. Let's stand together. In a moment, we're going to go outside. I love you to see these people that are going to be baptized. In fact, if you're a follower of Jesus and you haven't been baptized, you can join us. we got clothes. We can suit you up. Get you baptized, if you want to get baptized, immediately following this room in Volunteer Central, which is just on the other side of that wall. They've got some clothes there. You could go in and you could be baptized. We'd love that to happen. I want to pray God's blessing, though. Rest in over. You may be in a good season. Things are going great. Hallelujah. You may be in a tough valley. Things not going so great. Hallelujah. I know that God is working all things together for your good and for his glory in Jesus' wonderful, awesome, mighty name. So I bless this house, and I bless my brothers and sisters. Some of the stories I know, others only you know, God. Deep valleys, bad things, but in the midst of it, you're working a masterpiece. And Lord, we don't want to get focused on one stitch or a series of stitches and say, this doesn't make sense. We want to back up and say, Lord, oh, you're making something that's even more beautiful than we could imagine. We do live in a broken world that's going to be redeemed someday, and we'll be so thankful when that happens. We want to walk by faith. Lord, deliver us from being so filled with fear. Get us to a good focus even while we're praying now as we're moving forward. May our hearts be alive with the love of God. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody says amen. Hey, love you guys. Good to be together. Yeah, so good. So we're going we're gonna to wrap things up. We're going to go out there, but just turn to somebody before you go and say, hey, God is at work in your life. Go tell them, God is at work in your life.